Welcome back in to this Wednesday edition of Main Street Sports Today. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant here with you. Teresa Walker, friend of the show, is out at Nissan Stadium where they are talking about the stadium series game between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Nashville Predators that will take place this Saturday. Miranda Lambert and Dirks Bentley will be uh, taking part in some in a semi, a quasi concert. <laughs> Got a word of the day now, don't we? We Apparently. do. Let's, let's see how many more segments we yeah. can get that into. Maybe this is a quasi segment. Mm. I don't know. But tomorrow we will talk with Pete Weber, Nashville Predators play by play voice. Should be a lot of fun to talk about that and Pekka's ceremony. So. All of that coming ahead later this week. You're definitely going to want to watch watch and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or, of course, you can watch us live on your social media networks of choice. Right now, though, we need to go to some conference realignment because... Because it never stops. It never (laughs) stops. We, We could literally just have Matt on at all times just to randomly break in and say, Hey, guys... Got got some movement. <laughs> I mean, it's really insane. But joining us now is uh, publisher of Extra Points, the best newsletter in college sports, if you ask me. It is Matt Brown. Matt, welcome in. Thanks for taking some time with us, man. Hey, it's always it's my pleasure. And you're right. I feel like it's uh, about every ten days, some, somebody's moving somewhere and packing up somewhere else, and. We we have we have need to hop back on the phone again. It's um quite intriguing, and um the news yesterday of the Big South and the Ohio Valley Conference joining forces for football purposes, starting with the twenty twenty three season, was um was the news of the day. And in true fashion, as Chris informed me. That goes on to the back burner 24 hours later because the OVC and Lindenwood out of St. Charles, Missouri, announced that Lindenwood will be joining the conference here soon um, as that program comes up from NCAA Division II. So, And, Matt, you and I had kind of talked about that when we talked offline about a week or so ago. Well, it was kind of expected. I guess I had kind of forgotten about it. But um, the, the, the OVC <laughs> – what are your thoughts about the OVC right now? Sure, I, um, I I look at this at this football merger with the Big South, which you know still have a, a fair amount of pretty significant questions left unanswered. We don't know what it's called. <laughs> we don't know who's going to be in charge. Big OVC. Uh, we don't know what the branding <laughs> is going to look like. Yeah, the the the, the Big Ohio's. Uh, I, I I don't know. And and this is a a non trivial question. But, but I look at this as this is, this is the right move to kind of stop the bleeding, uh, really for, for both of these leagues that are, are certainly on the hunt right now for other football-playing members, if not all sports members. And just like if you were a company that was trying to, to hire some new staff, but you couldn't prove that you were still going to be operating you know, six months from now, it's going to be hard for you to recruit new members. And, and that's where... I think things are with the OVC because you have half of this league that is at least rumored 
to be looking at other options. You have uh, a football coach at one of these programs, but you're flat out saying in an interview, I think this is a dying conference, which is, makes it difficult then to get on the phone and say, you know, would you like to join this league? <laughs> one thing is division two, right? Like, well, just, just, we'll just, we'll just put Eddie George on the side over here for a second, Western Illinois, as we're trying to talk to you. So the, the fact that they're able to, to, to secure this is their way of saying, like, look, no matter what happens to any, any of these other schools, if you participate in this league, you're going to have access to the FCS playoffs. You're going to have access to a championship experience. You're going to have access to a stable number of regular season games. I don't know what this league is going to look like in five years, but this is the, I think it's the best possible outcome for securing some stability right now. Let's let, let, let's kind of go through this because we know Kennesaw state and North Alabama they headed to the A-Sun, and then North Carolina A&T announced they were headed to the CAA. Who is who is in the Big South at this point, or that would be right Hang now? Hang on. I can answer that. You can answer. Because the, Char- uh, the Charlotte Observer has an article up today. Um, so let's see. In 2023, the Big South, well – in 2023, the four remaining football members will be Campbell, Charleston Southern, Garner Webb, and Robert Morris. Robert Morris in Pennsylvania, by the way. Yeah. Yep. Well, Just outside so, of Pittsburgh. And, yeah. and Campbell with the number one recruiting class in the country. FYI. <laughs> so. It's pretty wild, yeah. Just it, had a story up on ESPN about that today. That's right. And then the OVC, supposedly in 2023 for football, will consist of Eastern Illinois, Southeast Missouri State, Tennessee State, Tennessee Tech, and UT Martin. And and Lindenwood. And, and now Lindenwood. Lindenwood. Yeah. So I didn't realize Lindenwood played football. I did not either <laughs> until I was just looking on their website here over the break. So I was like, they definitely just added another basketball school, but no, it was in fact football. So how how important was that for this for, for this to happen? Or was Lindenwood just an added bonus for the Big South? You know, it, 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 it's funny. I think the Lindenwood situation was, was secured well before um, the Big South merger. You know, they, they, it's really quite shocking how quickly this came together. And, and that's why I think it's not a surprise. <laughs> There's still some big questions left unanswered. You know, my understanding is that the, the structure of the Big South agreement came together in a little over a week. Um, and I know what the OVC had been talking with other leagues about doing something similar and those conversations had broken down at, at, at various points. So I don't think Lindenwood was a requirement to make this happen. Uh, it, it's a nice addition. It, it, it's a school that I think is going to help the OVC predominantly in some other sports. They sponsor a gajillion sports. Um, it, it's probably going to take them a little while to get to the point where they can compete for conference championships in football. The, the, the jump from D2 to D1 is, is significant. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what strikes me about this whole thing, Matt. You know, Lindenwood is coming up from D2, Southern Indiana, which does not have football, but they are coming up from D2 to join the OVC. You know, that's not just a walk into the office one day and say, hey, let's go D1. Yeah, it's, I think it's a little bit different for, for certain sports. You know, we've seen now the past couple of years that if you are – a really good Division II basketball program, 
and you can retain the athletes on your team and you're walking into a league that's not the NBA, you know, central to the Eastern Conference or something, you can be successful relatively quickly. You know, Bellarmine up in, up in Louisville mm-hmm. was a D2 power. They've been successful in the A-Sun. Uh, Merrimack was a, a high-level Division II program. They came in and they were, they were successful, you know, pretty early on, I think, in the NEC. Mm-hmm. It's much harder in football. You know, in, in basketball, like your, your, your roster size, your scholarship allocation is still pretty similar. To go from D2 to FCS, you're going to have to add on 20-plus scholarships. You're going to have to do a lot more hiring. And now, yeah, you're entering into a league where Campbell is signing guys that could be playing in, in, uh, in the Sun Belt uh, or in Aaron Conference USA. So it, it generally takes a while. There's a couple of exceptions uh, on the football side, and I can think of maybe one or two Division two football schools that I think could come in and be over 500 pretty quickly. But I would, I would imagine Linda was going to take their lumps on the football field these first couple of seasons until they're able to get their infrastructure in place. Of course, at the same time, this isn't your father's OVC either. I mean, there's no Eastern Kentucky. There's there's no Jacksonville, no Jacksonville State. State. Um, yeah, it's kind of yeah. Well, there's, there's no the, Murray. There's Mur- no Murray. Murray was the recently. preseason favorite to win it this past year, I believe. Yeah, recently they've been very good. Yeah. So, so, well, since Chris was there, I don't. I guess since he left, maybe not. I don't know. But you know. A lot of folks talking about Tennessee State in this, with NCA and T leaving the Big South, and with the issues that have been happening with the classic over in Memphis and that sort of thing. Tennessee State, and, and of course, obviously Eddie George's comments is calling it calling it a dying conference. It can't go over well. Where, yeah, uh, how does especially when you're in the. Uh, the home of your conference in the home city of your conference. Yeah. How important or how, how vulnerable is the OVC and Tennessee state's relationship? I, I think it, you are, you are, have not been the first people to raise this point to me. This is something I've heard from HBCU circles for several months. Uh, it's something that I've heard from administrators at, at other schools. Like I, I can tell you that ADs in the OVC are worried about losing not just Tennessee State, but potentially multiple Tennessee schools. And that's part of the reason that you want to get this sort of arrangement the Big South. with the Big South solidified as soon as you possibly can to be able to say, like, look, we're not dying. We are, we are, we are reevaluating. <laughs> we're a different kind of league, but you still have an auto bit. I, I, I am unaware of any imminent changes to any of the Tennessee schools to, to go elsewhere. I'm unaware of, of anybody like brokering anything with the A-Sun or the SWAP, but I can't lie to you and say that it would be impossible. We, 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 we can both read, right? We, we, we can both see a, a spreadsheet. We, we both know that, that those are leagues that, that would be looking for other members. I, I, I can't I can share this, that I know that officials at Tennessee State want another HBCU in this league, and they want another Southern HBCU league. So I Chicago guess. State would not be sufficient. Um, so I know what the OVC is trying to get, at least one, if, if not more. That, 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 that's the name that we've heard. I, it would, um, I can't tell you how likely that is. If I was a betting man right now, I would say it's, it's, le- it's more unlikely than likely, but that's definitely a target. And if the OVC is unable to do that, and another league from whatever is able to, to say, how would you like to play multiple HBCUs? 
I'm sure <laughs> that's something Tennessee State would consider. Never a dull moment. There really isn't. That's what's so crazy <laughs> never, about never this. Never a dull moment. And and based on what you know right now, how close are we to being done? Uh, we're not. We're not done yet. Okay. I. I. For one, I would not be. So, I would. I would. I would expect the Big South to add at least one more school. And, uh, I think it is, it is entirely possible that school is Bryant. That school. There may be other schools in the Northeast that end up joining as affiliate members because there's still a lot of shuffling that's going to happen between the America East that has to replace two members, the NAAC, which has to replace uh, at least one member, if not more members, and then the NEC which may need to raid Division Two, And some of those schools may be left without a football league and they end up in the Big South. I know that the A-Sun and the Southland and the MEAC are all still making phone calls right now. So we are probably a couple of months away from being done. Um, but the fact that both now the OVC and the Big South have kind of established this minimum, that makes it easier for the OVC to not have to maybe take a reach on a Division Two school that isn't really ready just because they need a body. This gives everyone a chance to breathe at least for a second. Makes sense. Marshall trying to sue their way out of Conference USA. Zero chance Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss play in Conference USA this season, I, I presume. I, w- I would be I would be very, very surprised. The the big the big question to me, I think, is gonna be what kind of financial settlement and what ends up coming out in some kind of discovery. I mean, we've already seen now the all of the Conference USA bylaws that have been published as, as part of this lawsuit, and you can see all the times that Marshall tried to uh, tried to force their way out. I have talked with a couple of different attorneys about <laughs> about those documents, and the general consensus I'm getting is, boy, Marshall has some pretty creative lawyers. <laughs> we'll, we'll see uh, – if they're able to, you know, to kind of get a home court ruling for this sort of thing, it, 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 I'll tell you, it's all very surprising. It's not surprising that, that, that a lot of hurt feelings are happening and relationships are being torn apart through realignment. It, the litigation and threats of litigation is generally not this public. It's really not in anyone's best interest for it to happen this way. <laughs> generally. There you go. Matt Brown. Yeah, I mean, other than me, other, other than schmucks that get to write sure. about it for a living. Like that's, I mean, that's, that's great. <laughs> Send me your dirty laundry. There and, we go. And we appreciate the fact that you sift through it and give us the best parts of the, the cleanest dirty shirt, <laughs> as Johnny Cash would say, and Chris Christopherson. It is, yes, sir. It is Main Street Sports today. We have spoken with Matt Brown of Extra Points. Make sure to subscribe to the Extra Points newsletter and follow him at Matt Brown EP on Twitter. It will be the best follow you make this week, I promise. Matt, thanks. Thanks, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Until next time. Yes, sir. (laughs) And there will be one. (laughs) Until, you know, two days from now. Absolutely. (laughs) We're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got some SEC hoops to talk about last night's ball games, and we'll talk about what Colin Colin Cowherd said to make the NJCAA very angry. (laughs) So stick around. We'll be right back. (laughs) 